I just step on myself there? I guess I did in my intro. Live from the virtual newsroom. Um, this is the pod couple. I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist for the Intelligencer. Today's headline, no code blue shelter for lower bucks homeless. Each winter when temperatures plunge, lives are saved. When local churches open their halls to host homeless people on code blue nights, that's a night when the temperatures are so frigid, about 26 degrees, you can die of hypothermia uh, very quickly. It's happened here in Bucks County many times. This year, coronavirus has made those churches unavailable for sheltering the homeless. So we're in a life and death situation, even though it's August. Um, our guest is Karen Minio, managing consultant with Advocates for the Homeless and Those in Needs, which is a Levittown-based volunteer group that runs the Code Blue Shelters. Karen, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so, so explain what has happened. So AHTN, Advocates for Homeless and Those in Need, has been running Code Blue for the past 11 years in small churches, local churches. Um, it's run, been run very well by the gracious um, graciousness of these small churches. Because of the pandemic and the need to socially distance the cots and have partitions, these small churches are no longer um, available. They're not, they're not suitable uh, for Code Blue. So we tried to look at possibly other houses of worship that had larger auditoriums that are be not being used. Uh, the difficulty now is with social it, being socially distant and moving the, moving the cots six feet apart, having partitions. We can no longer be in a space where we have to set up and take down every morning and every night. So we are looking for a vacant space that is at least 5,000 square feet that has heat and restrooms so that we can bring the homeless in and save them from hypothermia. What Karen, how, um, I'm sorry, J.D., but Karen, uh, about how many, um, how many people have you talked to about trying to secure that type of space? And, um, you know, before we went on the air, you were saying they want a long lease. Do, do, do they understand how desperate the organization is and, and how beneficial it would be if they would just offer a shorter lease? I mean, I've tried, um, I, I have a huge list starting with uh, closed Catholic schools, closed public school, commercial <clears throat> space. Um, I have board members and staff who are driving around town taking pictures of spaces that are available with phone numbers. I call all of them and the answer is, it's usually no answer, but if they do answer, it's no, I'm sorry. Um, I want a three to five year lease. They understand I need short term. They understand I explain the mission, but I don't know. It's, it's nothing is, is panning out. Um, so you know, when, you, when you tell them that, when you tell them that this is, uh, you know, life and death, they understand what the need is, hypothermia, people out in tents in the woods. They just say, they just say no. Um, some of them have gone to the point where they're saying they're not interested in serving uh, for this mission. Um, there are some strip malls uh, where the other tenants may not want um, this clientele in their backyard. So uh, Central Bucks has the same issue and they're finding the same issues. Um, you know, Karen, I'm sorry, Karen. I, I, I wonder if any of these people have 
really witnessed face to face what what you guys are trying to to address. Um, you know, years ago, back in 2014, when our company had the Buck Up Bucks campaign, and I was I was intimately involved in that. I was writing stories. I was talking to the people living in tents and 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 living on streets. Uh, I, I just wonder if these people have any idea how how they could help these folks. Uh, probably not. They probably don't. Um, just getting people to return my phone call is the first issue. Um, secondly, it's just usually a, a business decision without taking into consideration, you know, having a heart. Um, so, I mean, we are very interested in any leads that anybody has. Um, the public school issue with a lot of the schools closed is getting to the right person in the school system, uh, the school boards. But right now they're dealing with opening schools during a pandemic. So I don't know that they want to spend time on this yet. Um, we thought Catholic schools that have been closed would be a good lead. It's, you know, we are just open to any leads I will research. Again, I have board members and staff members who are willing to help. The county is willing to help with um, a CARES Act grant. So there's, um, you know, there is this need that, that if we can get to the right people and and perhaps them to understand what you're saying about hypothermia, I mean, that would be an awesome connection. Sure. One of our viewers, Beverly Oswald, says if Halloween stores can get short-term leases, uh, why not uh, advocates for the homeless? It, it's a good question. But you, you mentioned, Karen, that uh, there are people who don't want this, uh, this kind of clientele uh, in their building or in their neighborhood? Is that, is that, is that, have they made that clear to you? That, that has been a statement or two made both in lower bucks and central bucks. Um, the other thing to point out is we're not there during the day. So we're just there just at night. We only need the space from like seven o'clock at night through to the next morning to seven thirty. So most doors, you know, do close. Um, so we're not even in their backyard during the day. Yeah, you know, you know I've, I've done volunteer work for AHTN for uh, about six years now. And, uh, you know, those code blue nights, don't we don't uh, depart on, uh, for the mission until 9 p.m. at night. Uh, and then it's lights out, I guess, by 11 p.m. And right. then they're up at 6 a.m. and out the door. I mean, they're being uh, before rush hour. So it, it's as if you, you wouldn't even notice them, but... You know, there's this stigma, I guess, to homeless people, and it it leads to a question. You know, what what are the biggest misconceptions about homeless people in Lower Bucks County, Karen? From what you've seen, um, you know, I think that um, the panhandling, um, the loitering, the drinking, the drug use. I think all those are, you know, our thoughts when you say homeless individuals. I mean, we we yeah. consider them. Um, very grateful for all of our services that we provide to them. Um, we have so many volunteers like yourself, JD, who love the mission and love working with them because they are grateful. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if we can change that misconception, that would be, um, that would be a start. Yeah, I, if columns could change that misconception, it would have been changed by now, but people are wedded to their... Uh to their prejudices about the homeless. 
And, you know, those guys you see out standing with a dog and a, and a hand-lettered sign, you know, even the homeless people say that guy's not homeless. Homeless people don't have dogs, you know, uh, and they usually aren't affiliated with, you know, the Code Blue Nights or the camps. You know, we, you know, AHTN generally knows uh, these people. There, there's a, a changeover as the years go on, but basically the intake people, and the volunteers at night and the bus drivers and the bus attendants, they all know these people and those, those people know them, you know, and if anybody can vouch for them, it's, it's people who uh, work with them at HTN. I, I guess it, it just doesn't cut any ice uh, with some people. Uh, and that's, a, that's a shame. What are the options for, uh, if there's no code blue shelter, what are the options for homeless people, Karen? So I've been working with the county, trying to explain to them the difficulty I'm having. Um, they have put the word out to municipalities uh, to see if they can help. Um, the, le the one option that we're not happy with is possibly putting them up in a you know a local motel. That brings a whole different host of issues when you're in a local motel we won't let them freeze to death the county won't let that happen we right. just you know at this point we're just praying that uh, another option um, comes forth and we can find space you know karen certainly certainly these um, warehouse owners who don't want to uh don't want to give you a shorter lease so you can get those people off the street and help them so they don't freeze to death um they have to understand that you know by by and large most people are just a couple of paychecks from being out on the street. It's it, and and as you mentioned, there is a huge misconception about about the issue. Correct. And during this pandemic, our calls for emergency shelter just now have, since March, have tripled because people are losing their jobs. They are they want to work. They may not be able to work. They're getting there is an eviction moratorium, but when that lifts you're going to find so many more people who have will be evicted and will be will be homeless so we're afraid that the numbers will increase um one year we had 54 individuals and uh, at calvary baptist in bristol this past year the most we had was 34 but we think that number will almost double um, so there's going to be there's more we see that there's more and more need for emergency shelter Right. You know, Karen, Karen, back in 2018, uh, your organization, your organization assisted uh, just over 2,000 family members, and the very next year it rose by a thousand. Correct. Um, what, given the climate right now, what what do you anticipate that number could be by the time winter rolls around? Um, it could be up to as much as 4,000, and that that number is um, a combination of emergency shelter, rental assistance, car repairs. Um, cell phone help, legal documents. It's all of our services, rides, um, transportation's an issue in Bucks County. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, the, the number of people who are calling the housing link um, has increased and that has been shown in the point in time count for the last couple of years. The number of homeless people that they're finding may have decreased, but the number of people calls, calling the housing link with a housing crisis has increased. The emergency shelter has a wait list, usually all the time of a couple of months. Um, there is no emer other emergency shelter other than the, other than the one in Levertown, and that you know that's full. 
Um, so there are misconceptions about the uh, Bristol Township homeless shelter. Uh, it used to be called Red Cross. I, the name, what it is now, a family, I forget what family it is. Family Service Association. Family Services, right. The, the, the misconception is that, uh, you know, there's always room at the end, but uh, that place has always got, always seems to have a waiting list. And it's mostly women and children. AHTN's uh, clientele tends to be uh, mostly male, probably about 60 or 70%, right, Karen? 80% of our clientele are, are male. male. Right. And, and a lot of them have jobs, by the way. People don't yeah. realize it, whether they're picking up odd jobs here and there or whether they have actual jobs because bus drivers have been asked, you know, as they're dropping these guys off at 6 a.m., you know, after a code blue night, can you can you drop me off close to work <laughs> the bus stop so I can get to work? So it's just people who fall through the cracks or on hard times. And also things like AHTN in, in coordination with the, the uh, Opportunity Council, there are a lot of success stories, but you can't in one of the wealthiest counties in the state of Pennsylvania and maybe the country have people freezing to death in tents out behind ollies in Bristol Borough. It's just, we, we can't have that. And somebody, you know, if you're out there listening, uh, if you have a warehouse that has heat and bathroom facilities or, you know, call AHTN, call Karen, call me or call Phil, you know, contact us, send us an email and, and I'll tell you, you'll be blessed for that because you really are going to save a life. You know, Karen, uh, we have some commenters who are watching the, the podcast now. One, her name is Tamara Ann, and she was suggesting the big Walmart the stores that are closed, why not use them? Uh, another commenter, Karen Watts, uh, asks, you know, what about the old Strawbridge store at Oxford Valley Mall? Could that be used for a shelter? Have you guys investigated those uh, options? Yeah, so we did, um, since the uh, United Way and BCOC Help Center is right next to that Walmart in Bristol, we, I checked that right away. I think it's owned by Bricks, Bricksmore. Um, so I, anytime I, you know, see an available space, um, I reach out to whoever the phone number, whoever the commercial real estate person is. I've reached, I've reached out to different commercial realtors also asking them for help. I've reached out to the Bucks County Emergency um, Services Corporation for, for help. Um, anyone knows of the, the phone number to call for any of the spaces, I'd be happy to follow up because we, like I say, we've been driving around looking at spaces and just trying to find the right person. Karen, these, the, I'm sorry, but the, these folks in need, I mean, winter is coming. It's only August, but it'll be here soon. Um, and, you know, when, when they learn about the problem that your organization is, is dealing with, uh, it's got to lend for some sleepless nights for them. I'm guessing sleepless nights for you and your and your group. Absolutely. Um, I don't even know if our homeless friends know the issues that we're having. I, I don't know if any of our mentors who work with them daily, taking them to showers or bringing them meals every night, have even talked to them about the issue that we're having. Um, we're we're quiet, quietly working behind the scenes to, to try to make sure that there is a code blue, both in lower bucks Central Bucks and Upper Bucks. Upper Bucks is in good shape because they have a Masonic temple that they use. So it's a, it's a full-time space. Central Bucks is having the same issue. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, if you ever ride around, and I've ridden that bus, driven that bus uh, many nights on Code Blue, 
uh, and you open that door and you, you can see, you know, the faces on those the frigid nights when it's windy and there's snow. Uh, you can see it in their eyes, Karen, that they are so grateful that AHTN showed up because if that bus didn't show up, you can tell that they're, and I've talked to them, you know, they don't know if they're going to be here in the morning because right. a lot of them are in poor health. You live outside uh, long enough, you know, your health diminishes. And if you're in your 40s or 50s, particularly a male, and there's alcohol and there's all kinds of despair and depression, you know, and AHTN really is, is that one hope on those kinds of nights. But we have to have a place, you know, to take these people to a place that's safe and warm and has bathroom facilities where we can bring meals in to them. And I, I can't stress it enough. You can save a life. Okay, you can save a life. I don't know how many people you've known, Karen, uh, of the homeless people in Bucks County. I've known four who I knew pretty well who who, who died out in their tents out out in in the uh, in the woods here in Bucks County. You know, and it's always a sad it's always a sad event when when that email goes out. You know, and and it will happen again. And with the need uh, because of coronavirus, because the coronavirus and the policies have done to the economy. Uh, that need is going to be so great uh, this winter. And if anybody out there knows of a warehouse space or a shuttered school, if anybody uh, with connections to the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and Archbishop Perez can, I mean, I, I imagine that Perez would be a guy who would want to step up, you know, in something like this. Use St. Thomas Aquinas School. That would be perfect. You know, uh, if the heating needs any kind of help, I'm sure that we'll, we can get volunteers. You know, AHTN can reach out and get people, laborers, guys, HVAC guys to fix things, make sure everything is in shape. Yeah. And the volunteers keeping things clean and sanitary. It'll work out. You just got to step up. You know, Karen, you know, J.D. and I are word people, obviously. Um, but sometimes you really need to see the visual. I remember back in 2014 going into those encampments with uh, the former executive director, Sandy Milliken, and I came upon one gentleman who was living in a two tents sort of stuck together, and it was only September, and it was, it was nice out, and we were talking inside the tent, and he had some, you know, uh, propane burners and and he had this, what looked to be uh, like a, a, a metal fishing tackle box. And I said, you, you, go, you go fishing? He said, no. He said, when the winter comes, he said, I put these little candles inside and I crack open the metal top just enough so the candles don't go out. So the metal gets very hot. Then I blow out the candles and I get under a blanket and I hug the metal. Now, those are the type of stories that I think the people who aren't going to give you a short-term lease should hear, or they should go out and, and see this stuff for themselves. Because just saying, well, people are homeless, as you said, there's a misconception about what these people, who these people are and what they're dealing with and how desperately they need uh, the help of people who can supply that kind of lodging. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone has any connections at all, it 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 would be great not just to have a phone number, but to have a, a person to talk to, to um, you know, speak with them, um, tell them the, the needs. I, I'd be, we'd be very happy to to make those connections. I have written to the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. I have checked out the St. Thomas Aquinas. They actually use it once a week with children. So there are certain schools that are still trying to open. You know, daycare centers are at 
at churches are 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 open so that they can make money. You know, many of the churches are are hitting in you know finding very financial uh, burden. Um, so there is CARES Act money that we can help. Um, we can help you know with us uh, leasing money. So yeah, just any 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 leads that, that you have would be awesome. You know, what's encouraging is we have some commenters who are just firing out different possibilities. Uh, Beverly Oswald just uh, just listed uh, the old Lennox building up on Wheeler Way in Langhorn. So you have viewers here who are sort of engaged. You know, they're, they're not just sitting here going, oh, you know, what a shame they can't get some lodging for these folks. They're actually they're actually thinking about places where you guys can go. Right. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that, but I will check into that. Well, uh, the old ticker at the top of the screen says we're out of time, but uh, Karen, we will not let this go at, at the Courier of the Intel. Uh, we'll keep on it, and hopefully things uh, will work out. We can find somebody who will step up and uh, and help uh, help the mission of, uh, of the homeless. So that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank all of you watching uh, who have uh, submitted comments to uh, spread the word. Uh, get in touch with me or Phil or AHTN, kminio at ahtn.org is Karen's uh, email address. Just shoot an email uh, with an idea or a name or a contact who, uh, who she or we can get a hold of and, and we'll take care of the rest. Uh, like I said, that's all the time we have for today. You can find our audio wherever you get fine podcast, podcasts, wherever they're posted. And you can read our columns and our great local journalism online where you can subscribe for 99 cents a month, stick a crowbar in your wallet, 99 cents a month, support local journalism, right, Phil? Yeah. I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist for the Intelligence. For all of us here, and Karen, thanks for watching and listening, but especially thanks for being here. Thank you.